Hey, this is Kai Guy coming in not live from New Hampshire. And today, well, today we have some serious news. It was, it's been a really busy weekend. There's been implosions galore this past week, as I'm sure you read in the title. And I'm going to tell you guys about them. So, the first implosion was Russia almost fell apart this weekend. Uh, I mean, I know that that might seem like a little bit of an overstatement, but I'm telling you guys, it is not. So, I don't know if you guys have ever heard of the group Wagner. I'm sure you might have, or not sure, but you might have heard about it on the news this weekend. So, I'm going to give you a little bit of a history about it, then the current situation, a little bit of my thoughts, some analysis on all the implosions. So, for the Wagner situation, just they are a group that was founded in 2014 by Yevgeny Prigozhin, who was a friend of Putin's since the 1990s. He grew up in a very similar way to Putin's, and I mean... I'm sure that his intentions have probably not been the best in founding this group. I bet he's a little bit of power hungry and, you know, not, not the best guy, seemingly. But some people are liking him right now because he almost took down Putin. So the Wagner Group, which is a group that has fought alongside Russian troops since Russia first invaded Ukraine in 2014. They've also fought with Russian troops in Sudan and Syria as well as in the current war that Russia is waging on Ukraine. So these people are basically Russian soldiers, is what everyone thought. They're essentially like special ops. They've been known to uh, be very brutal. Some people would say that they're effective, but with that, they have no respect for human rights and do not follow the accepted norms of warfare. So not the best group. Now, this group has also been known to be doing most of the work in Ukraine, so it was created by one of a friend of Putin's. Everyone thought that they were basically just another army that, in committing war crimes, couldn't be charged on Putin. But they have recently turned on Russia. So I'm going to give you a rundown of the current situation. So early in this war, there was some criticism of Putin and the other Russian leaders, the, the whole Russian military, really, at the Battle of Bakhmut. They were seen, or their leader, Yevgeny Prigozhin, was seen after the battle. He took a video of himself with a pile of dead bodies from the Wagner group and posted it all over the place saying that it was Putin's fault. That the blood of his soldiers were on Putin's hands because he hadn't given them ammunition to fight this battle for them. Recently, there was also a video of him saying that this Russian war didn't need to be happening. The Russians weren't being persecuted in Ukraine. He wasn't have under threat from Ukraine. And the Ukrainians aren't doing anything wrong, really. Now, Putin did not like this. You know, Putin's a bad man, doesn't like much criticism. As we've seen in the past, we've seen him, like, poison all his enemies. Usually you would think if someone does this... They just kind of get taken away by a bunch of people wearing ski masks. Um, but Putin responded, or we think Putin responded. It's unclear who technically bombed this, but there was a bombing of a massive Wagner Group camp that killed many of these soldiers. Yevgeny Prigozhin blamed this attack on Russia, called on his troops to invade Russia. They were going to march to the capital, and they started marching towards the capital. They took the city of Rostov-on-Don, which is a huge military city for Russia. So when that happened, I was watching this very closely. I was like, oh my gosh, Russia's about to fall. Then as they started marching towards Moscow, suddenly they turned around. It was said that a 
deal was brokered by Lukashenko, who's the president of Belarus. I don't know much about that yet, but I'll give you guys an update in the next podcast. Um, Now, there have been some theories about this. I don't know if you guys have heard, but the Pentagon had a little accounting error where $6.2 billion was misaccounted, and people said that that might have gone to this group. I was reading a little bit about this from some people, and they said that they thought the CIA or someone paid them to do this and then turned on the U.S. and kind of just left Russia as soon as they got the money. That wouldn't be good. There has definitely been speculation that the West was involved in this. By Biden actually today was talking about how we should not indulge people who are saying that and do not talk about it, but I think it's worth talking about because I think that that's definitely a very real possibility. And while technically this situation is over, I believe that this could be the beginning of the end. This is something to keep your eye on. I'm sure that Putin has other groups that might start doing this to him because this is a mercenary group. While they have only been working for Russia this whole time, they just turned on Russia. I think that this could be the start of Putin's groups and allies turning on him. So definitely keep an eye on this whole situation. Now, moving into the second implosion, which was a physical implosion, we're going to talk about the Titan sub. So, a little bit of history about the company. There have been many safety concerns with this. So, while I must acknowledge that it is very sad that these people who went on this lost their life, obviously prayers go out to their families. But looking at... the <laughs> Looking at the facts that I could find, and I'm not a billionaire, so I don't have all these people doing things for me, I have to say, I think this was not the best decision. Um, so, as I said, there have been many safety concerns in the past. The first main thing happened when they got rid of one of their their marine operations director for him voicing safety concerns to regulatory commissions inside the U.S., the CEO said that this broke the contract and this was all confidential information. You know, I think he made the right decision, but I don't know. The CEO has also repeatedly said that that following safety regulations and that is stifling innovation. So he can't innovate if he has to be safe. It has also been stated that by Duke engineers, like marine engineers, or I guess it would be naval? I don't know. Some engineers that work on submarines and ocean stuff, (laughs) boats, ocean stuff, yeah, Um, say that it had defied safety principles that you know about submarines. You know you're not supposed to do things like this. One of those main things was he thought he knew better than the U.S. military. Using titanium, that's super expensive. That that doesn't even work as well as his carbon fiber is what he was saying. Uh, He thinks that the carbon fiber could do just as well, be a little lighter, and be better. So what he did was he built his submarine out of carbon fiber. Thought he knew better than all the militaries of the world, really. Uh, He had also said in an interview with a YouTuber, he said that he broke rules, but he broke them with facts and logic. So it's okay. No need to worry. Um, He also, because uh, he was diving to the Titanic, which is in international waters, he technically didn't need safety permits from a specific country. 
So he didn't have those or anything. No country had ever said this was safe. And apparently that was in the waivers, which would be a pretty big red flag to me. But, you know, these guys are billionaires. They decided to go into, essentially, a tin can that's made out of carbon fiber. Because, you know, he didn't want to make it out of metal. Down 1,000 meters below where it should have gone. Okay, actually, let me get back to that for a second. So the Titan sub has gone on previous missions to the Bahamas. It went down in the Bahamas to, it was going on a 4,000 meter dive, which is just about the same depth as the Titanic. And it had some issues. It had some safety concerns from people within the company. And they said that it shouldn't go below 3,000 meters. Now, the Titanic is 3,800 meters deep, so it's 800 meters below this dive rating. Again, this is all stuff that I found doing my research for this. I'm sure the billionaires could have found this, so, you know, they made their decision, though. I mean, I guess they wanted to go visit the grave of thousands of people that of a ship that crashed and pay $250,000 for that. So, you know, that was, I'll say, an interesting decision, but they're billionaires. I'm not going to question it. I'm sure that they got to that point by doing crazy things like this. I also should mention that this guy did not hire um, known like submariners who had experience because he wouldn't hire 50-year-old white men who had submarine experience because they weren't inspiring. So he, wanted, he cared a little more about like a company image than the safety of the passengers, apparently. Um, he also, I'm not sure if you guys have heard, but it was piloted, this submarine was piloted by a $40 video game controller, like a controller you could plug into your Xbox. Again, when looking at this, I have to say, these people were... He also, on this submarine, had a window that apparently should not have been as deep as it was. So, another thing to think about if I was them before I went diving. I have to say, it's still very sad. I'm sure they looked at all these things and still decided that this was the trip for them, so... Now, moving on to the third implosion, which was more of a U.S. politics kind of thing. Hunter Biden, this past week, had, was facing charges for tax evasion of $1.2 million over two years, which makes it two separate charges, and then a gun charge, where, which is a felony, and he threw it away, or he did not throw it away. Someone else threw it away in a school zone. So a kid could have come at this high school, could have gone into the trash can, picked up the gun, and we could have had another school shooting on our hands. So obviously this was a very dangerous thing that happened. So the punishment that would be possible for all of these, usually you don't face max punishment. That's somewhere in the middle of it. But he could face up to 12 months in jail for each of the two years where he did not pay his taxes. And he could face up to 10 years for this gun charge. Now, the whole implosion in the politics. He's not facing anywhere close to that. Theoretically, he could have up to 12 years in jail. He's facing zero. Now, people are very mad because most of the time with this gun charge, people get about three years is what I've seen. There was a rapper who was talking to a bunch of news outlets about how he got three years for virtually the same crime. What's happening here is he's getting a diversion, 
which usually does not happen before a trial. He's already done this before the trial, which is what's making people a little mad. So they're saying that because his last name's Biden, he just gets a slap on the wrist. He doesn't face any legal trouble just because of his last name. What's happening with the diversion is because he was addicted to drugs at the time he had the gun illegally, the time he possessed the gun illegally, he can have this gun charge wiped if he behaves, essentially. Now, I think that's a little weird that if you were on drugs, obviously his decision-making was probably impaired, so he's made some bad decisions. For the taxes, he's getting no jail time just because he paid them back. Now, some people are mad that just because you commit tax fraud, as long as you pay it back, it's okay. People call it completely unfair. Um, we've seen a lot of people say that the Justice Department was trying to divert the news away from Trump and say that, look, look, we are bipartisan, but did a bad job of that. Um, I think that this, if that's what was trying to happen, definitely did not go well. I think it is also important to mention that Hunter Biden has in the past taken money from a Ukrainian oil company called Burisma. He got he and his dad both got $5 million. That's being investigated right now. Most of this information came from his laptop, which he gave to a repair person and then left with him. And in the repair contract, I think it said after 90 days, the laptop became the repair person's. This is just not a good situation overall. It's causing huge controversy all across the U.S. in politics. I think that some of this stuff was a little suspicious that he gets this stuff that the diversion, which rarely, as I said, very rarely can happen before the trial. And then no gun, so no jail time for the gun charge and then no jail time for the tax evasion. Now, I've talked about all the three implosions, so I just wanted to get you guys updated. Again, I would say keep your eye on the whole Russia situation. This could be, as I said, the beginning of the end. Now, that third thing, the Hunter Biden laptop, you just heard me talk about it. As I said, a little suspicious, but I think there also might be a little bit of an overreaction. Now, before we end, I just wanted to say congratulations to my mom, who was just unanimously confirmed by the Executive Council of New Hampshire after being nominated by the Governor of New Hampshire. So, congratulations to her. Uh, I just wanted to let you guys all know that. It's a pretty cool position. She was appointed as the Special Needs Advocate of New Hampshire. Yeah, that's about all I have to say today, guys. So, I'll see you guys next time on The Kai Guy Show!